When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Andale, andale, as the illegal aliens continue to invade our country through the border in Mexico, into Texas, and next stop, Nueva York. Before we get to that, though, I want to apologize to our audience. I heard this uh, person of no consequence, Mike Slater, again, substituting for Bill O'Reilly. Seems team uh, Bill O'Reilly likes to slip mickeys at us. This guy's not supposed to be appearing on WABC. I apologize. He's not junior junior college radio. And secondarily, I was coming back from Little Neck Douglaston yesterday. Great parade. Great parade there. And I'm listening to a 50-minute commercial for CrookCoin, better known as Bitcoin and blockchain, with James Golden. I didn't even know it was the James Golden show. You never heard the guy. He had this uh, his guru on there talking about... The ripoff finance of Bitcoin and blockchain. I hope, I hope Chad Lopez gives them uh, an invoice and bills them for that crap. The cats away, the mice will play. But I'm always listening to WABC. I got the ear out because you cut my veins and arteries. I bleed. WABC. First off, would like to announce that yes. I did establish a new Guinness Book World Record. The very one I had established just three months ago. 30 hours of Curtis Lee were broadcasting within three days, 72 hours. And I broke that record over the Memorial Day weekend. 40 hours of 72 hours broadcasting at WABC. And I guarantee you, I didn't slip any Mickeys in there and I didn't do any infomercials for any products. That's not what WABC is. We got rid of all that crap a long time ago. Thank God, John and Margot Katsimatidis. And that's how they revived and resurrected this most iconic, famous radio station in America that was put on the scrap heap by Cumulus, ready to bury us, give us a dirt bath. And now these iconic call letters are once again booming. And it gives us an opportunity to point out the reality from the fugazi. Again, never, ever listen to your politicians, Democrat or Republicans. They truly believe that you're all stunned. And again, we've heard from two of them of late, and I believe them. I believe them. I believe them. In fact, let's go up to Albany, the capital uh, of New York State. Used to be Kingston up in New York State through away, and then they moved to Albany. 
And then Rockefeller spent uh, gazillions to put up that egg in those buildings. Oh, my God. Uh, you look at that, and sometimes you just want to projectile vomit. But anyway, it is what it is. It is a city of only about 99,000 people. It is not a very big city at all. Now, it's in Albany County, and there are other communities in Albany County. But let's face it, that is the epicenter of our state government. And in the um, actually in the um, city hall chambers of the mayor, Corning was there, the crooked Democrat for years. Then Whalen, who couldn't speak gum, uh, who couldn't speak and chew gum at the same time, who had me arrested and put into Albany County Jail because I wanted to patrol. Oh, my God. The South then and Albany Hill. Gee whiz, you got to use the Division of Marines then and a, a Division of Marines now. And now the Princess Mayor Kathy Sheehan who says she's open for business for the illegal aliens. She's welcoming them. Eric Adams, send them all. Clear out the Roosevelt Hotel. Listen to what the Democratic mayor, Kathy Sheehan, said about the flood of illegal aliens that Eric Adams sent up over the weekend with little, if any, notice in advance. We're continuing to welcome um, uh, asylum seekers. We have asylum seekers that arrived in the city of Albany yesterday. We anticipate that there will be more that are coming. We are learning a lot, though, and hopefully we're getting to a place where we can really anticipate who is coming and ensure that we have uh, the resources here that are needed to augment the resources that are being provided by New York City to house these individuals. Yeah, yeah. Take them all. Come on, Eric. Come on, Eric Adams. She wants all of them. The only beef she had is that you sent them to the Ramada Plaza by Wyndham in Albany at 3 Waitervliet Avenue, the exit. That's her only beef. She said, man, that is a sleazy dive of a hotel. We didn't pick that. We had our own corrupt owners of No-Tell Hotel Holiday in uh, non-expresses to send them to. It's all about the kickbacks. And Eric Adams, well, hmm. Well, he sent them to where? Well, obviously, he had cronies. So we're going to kick back money to the Eric Adams administration. Check out, and I know my wife, uh, Nancy, will be doing the deep dive on the 215-room Ramada Plaza by Wyndham. Within Albany, a dive of a hotel, and the Adams administration decided to do business with them and not the various no-tell hotel Holiday Inn without the Express by the more than grateful mayor, Kathy Sheehan, who said, send them all. We got plenty of space. Plenty of space. As long as New York City sucker taxpayers are going to pay for it, no problem at all. And this comes on the heels of the only county executive in New York State that has actually rolled out the red carpet, and that is George Latimer of Westchester. We cannot be there for every single person on this planet. But we cannot turn the blind eye either. We can't say you. Latimer says he's spoken to the county's legal advisor who tells him even declaring a countywide state of emergency won't help. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has that final call. Yeah, yeah, there's another one. Hey, Georgie, you want our illegal aliens? Fine. Why, why, why isn't Eric Adams sending them to where they're welcome? Westchester County, there's only one location. And that's a no-tell, motel, holiday in without the express 
on Tuckahoe Road in uh, Yonkers, where the corrupt uh, mayor, Mike Sandel, Democrat, who has his uh, family on the payroll, they earn $2 million total. And the number one lobbyist of Yonkers, lost in Yonkers, is his brother, Corruption Sentinel. So look, you got George Latimer, he's rolling out the red carpet. Send us more. You got Mike Sano that says, that's it, Tuckahoe Road, we're open for kickbacks, Eric. You know, it's just, we don't think you should get the majority of the kickbacks. We know these hotel motel owners. Let us get put our beak in the truck. Send them to Westchester. And to Rob Astorino, our colleague here, who once again pointed out that scouts were sent out from City Hall, uh, from Adams' administration, to look at locations available to house these illegals in White Plains and New Rochelle. you got to listen to Rob Astorino every Saturday from 4 to 5. Did a great show on the death of the whales as they continue to roll up uh, on the shore dead on arrival. But really, he's been in the forefront of exposing the fake, phony, fraudulent, hypocritical, fugazi politicians on the illegal aliens. And again, this week, I'm dedicated to scouting Chappaqua, right, the whitest suburb in America where even the lawn jockeys are white. The uh, love shack of Bill and Hillary is right there, and they have the guest house next door that's empty. Let's start there. Uh, oh, Armonk right there. You got uh, the Ramada right now. The Ramada, I forget the, which one it is. It's right next to the airport. I'm visiting there. And then Larchmont. Oh, yeah. And hey, hey, you, uh, Scarsdale. You're the, you're the wealthiest suburb out there. Well, we're coming to you. We're going to, you got to take your fair share of illegal aliens. Hey, look, isn't that what George Latimer wants? Or well, listen to Mayor Kathy Sheehan again. Of Albany, who can't get enough of our illegal aliens. Listen loud, City Hall. She wants more. We're continuing to welcome um, uh, asylum seekers. We have asylum seekers that arrived in the city of Albany yesterday. We anticipate that there will be more that are coming. We are learning a lot, though, and hopefully we're getting to a place where we can really anticipate who is coming and ensure that we have uh, the resources here that are needed to augment the resources that are being provided by New York City to house these individuals. No problem, Mayor Kathy Sheehan. Uh, we'll make sure we send you more, and you get to pick the no-tell motel holiday inns without express so that you can get the kickbacks directly instead of Eric Adams' administration. By the way, a nearby colony, the suburb outside of Albany and Albany County, uh, illegal aliens were sent from New York City to the Shore Stay Plus Hotel by Best Western on Wolf Road. They are very upset there. And the county executive, Dan McCoy, is upset. He said, wait a second. You know, uh, we, we sought through an executive order to block any illegal aliens from being housed in any motels, any hotels. Um, Eric Adams flagrantly violated that. And guess who was a chorus? Behind Eric Adams, Capital Land Region Democrats said that no matter however imperfectly these illegals began arriving in the Capital Land area, the welcome mat is open for them. Yay! Come on, Eric Adams. Send them to Albany. Send them to Westchester. And then even our astute Crackerjack News Director, Noam Layden's family, Spotted the illegal aliens apparently all along the footpaths of the, what, the uh, 
Brooklyn Bridge that had its 140th uh, anniversary this past week, where Johnny Weissmuller and that movie jumped off and survived. Uh, let, let's hear what Noam had to say. Yeah, so Curtis, my wife was observing as she crossed the Brooklyn Bridge over the weekend, how many people were selling things on the Brooklyn Bridge the entire length with big blue umbrellas. They were selling fruit and they were selling books and hats. Most of them had kids strapped to the back. And she wondered, are they migrants? And the ones who had boom boxes, they were playing Spanish music. And she said she had never seen it like this before. Duh. Boom boxes, Spanish music. It's Hispanic music. Uh, please no, be politically correct. Spanish music went out with West Side Story. Remember Jets and Sharks? The uh, Jets were the Puerto Ricanos. Well, no, the Sharks were the Puerto Ricanos. That's right. The Jets were the uh, McWhitey Whiteys. Well, Gnome's uh, wife is spot on. And they're all throughout the subway. These are mostly smaller women. They're clearly from either Central American or South American countries. I, I don't understand Spanish. I try to engage them in conversation. Very pleasant. They have the babies strapped on their back, and they're selling candies. They don't interfere with anybody. A hell of a lot better than the aggressive panhandlers and those who are trying to get over you, on you in the subway where if you don't give them money, they're threatening to kill you. So, I mean... Pick your poison because they're all here, and there's no question that they're going to stay here. No thank you, Eric Adams, mayor of the illegal aliens. You're not our mayor. You're their mayor because we get Ugats, we get Bupkis, and then we have to pay the bills. Talking about this is the Riffin' Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Don't get fooled, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get fooled by these politicians. Remember what the Who sang. We get fooled over and over and over by these fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi politicians, Democrats and Republicans. Let's use as an example Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens. He's not our mayor because uh, he gives them whatever they want. We get Ugats, we get Bubkiss, but we're stuck with the bill because we pay for it as city taxpayers. So he gets on board. The aircraft carrier, the museum, the intrepid yesterday. And all of a sudden, he looked out at the crowd and he said, wow, these are almost all white people. 
Yeah, veterans who served in all the wars, oh, God, in peacetime, their family, their friends. I mean, this is the ultimate McWhitey-Whitey uh, uh, group, and he's got to recalibrate. Because remember, like all politicians, they calibrate based on the audience. And all of a sudden, here was the patriotic, most loyal of all Americans, Eric Adams, swagger man without a plan. Just as I start the day, every child should start the day with that hope and that true pledge. I do still pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I know what it represents. Do we really think that Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who is at the club zero bond until the break of dawn, that with a few hours that he gets sleep, the first thing he does is wake up and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Really? Are any of you going to buy that? I don't know who does that. And by the way, he's in charge of the Department of Education, the acronym dumbest organization ever, with a $36 billion bloated budget. It's his Chancellor Banks. If he wanted the Pledge of Allegiance to be mandatory in every classroom, it's funded by the city, us, the taxpayers. He'd do it, but he ain't going to do it. And then the most hypocritical of the many hypocritical statements he said yesterday, trying to show that, oh, I'm not like those liberal progressive socialist Democrats. You watered a tree of freedom with your blood. We sit under the shade of that tree of freedom, protected from the hot rays of socialism and communism and destruction that's playing out across the globe. Well, well, well. This is another case of a politician, ladies and gentlemen, Democrat or Republican, who thinks you're all stupid. You don't know what happened five seconds ago, what was said five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago. So all of a sudden, in this speech to the veterans on the deck of the Intrepid, He's actually using terminology from one of our founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson. In fact, he almost quoted it perfectly. This was Thomas Jefferson. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. Oh, Thomas Jefferson said it better. But Eric Adams, basically, he used the Jeffersonian quote. Yet it was Democratic mayoral candidate Eric Adams who said he hoped the Monument Commission would remove the statue of Thomas Jefferson from the chambers of the city council and city hall, which had been there for decades. And as you remember, they did. So you see, you can't have it both ways. You wanted Thomas Jefferson's statue removed from the city hall council chambers. You say you're a slave owner. You got to get rid of all them. A white slave owner. Get rid of them. And yet you're quoting Thomas Jefferson to a patriotic crowd on the Intrepid Air Space Museum. Because you know that that crowd will eat it up. You're such a fugazi. And then he even has Brian Kilmeade going. Brian Kilmeade in his one-minute local updates. Brian, obviously, he's not a cognoscente of everything local like I am. 
But listen to what Brian Kilmeade said. Now the news. Migrants arrive in Albany County as politics uh, politicians blame New York City Mayor Adams for organized chaos. Sent about 60 their direction. About 40,000 are currently in the city. There's been about 70,000 passing through the city, all because of your sanctuary status and your right to shelter policy. Thank you, New York. Mayor Adams paid homage to the fallen soldiers who died while serving the U.S. military on Memorial Day. He called for more patriotism in this country. He says we've got a good product. That is why everyone wants to come here. I love that message. You love that message, Brian. Kill me, but I'm going to send this to you, Brian. They, you didn't know. He he was part of the movement, Eric Adams, to remove Thomas Jefferson from the chambers of New York City Council at City Hall. And yet he used the Jeffersonian quotes to try to prove he is the most patriotic of all. He is a fugazi. Don't believe the hype, ladies and gentlemen. Remember when Eric Adams was in front of a group of holy rollers a few months ago? Remember what he said to the religious crowd? Remember? When... We took prayers out of schools. Guns came into schools. We took prayer out of school. Guns came into school. So, again, uh, he appoints the chancellor of the DOE, Department of Education, dumbest organization ever, a $36 billion bloated budget. We spend more on public education than any other thing. Well, if he wanted prayer in schools, he can mandate it. Who are they going to challenge him in court? Well, they're gonna, he, he could mandate it tomorrow. He never did. And he said that three months ago. And remember, he said there's no separation between church and state. Well, tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body. Church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in with a God-like approach to them. And God stays outside with the cops in the SUV when he goes up at night to the Club Zero Bond because it's godless there. (laughs) And see, he said that in front of Holy Rollers, and they ate it up. But he ain't going to do anything. Could you imagine him mandating prayer in school once again that used to exist when I was growing up? And having to do the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of the school day, which I had to do when I was a youngster in public school. You know what that would be like? Think about Cheech and Chong. Good morning, class. Good morning, class. Class. And that was... His sister. Remember, that was Sister Mary Elephant. You can imagine lay teachers in the public school system, they could barely get through homeroom class without kids beating them up, refusing to submit to a pat-down because they're carrying loaded nines. I mean, all of that, really? You're going to now enforce prayer in school, Eric Adams, and the Pledge of Allegiance? Let's do it, Eric. I'll come on this airway and I'll say, this is great, Eric Adams. You are a man of your word. Because let's face it, you think white people are stupid. So they were stupid when you served in the police department as a house mouse for 22 years. You never left the precinct. And then all of a sudden, what you said to a black crowd resonated, unfortunately, after the election in which I ran against you. 
every day in the police department. I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. And you see crackers out there? That's what he thinks of you. You're crackers. You're stupid. You're, you'll believe anything that he says. And the media. Oh, the media, which is mostly white. And room 9, City Hall, they're all like, oh, yeah, well, uh, his complexion is his protection. A few times that the predominantly white media has challenged him. He has scolded them as if they were children and said, how dare you? You have no idea what it is to be a black man or black woman in America. How many of you are people of color? And they all shut up. Instead of standing up and saying, hey, do your job and we won't have to ask these kind of questions. But he bullies people. He always had. Never bullied me. But his complexion is his protection. And then remember what he says constantly in his visits now. He first said it at the National Conference of Black Mayors in Washington, D.C. about two months ago. But he, subsequent to that, he has said it on many occasions now. I, I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing swagger is running this city my way. Yeah, yeah, my way. Yeah. That's swag. Yes, sir. The swagger man with no plan. He's running us right into the ground. We don't have the money to care for these illegal aliens. He doesn't care. Because remember again, I can't repeat it enough. You get bamboozled. There is one theory and one ideology that has always motivated Eric Adams since he was first elected as state senator of Crown Heights Bed-Stuy back in 2000. He mounted the bully pulpit of the state legislature where his fellow legislators were there, lobbyists who were whining, dining, pocket lining them, family and friends and media. This is what he said from day one. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. You think he's changed? It's all about kickbacks. Come on. And although he was praised for being at the Intrepid, and that was a good thing, and although he gave a patriotic speech, little of what he meant when you compare it to his previous statement, that was good. But on his schedule, he was supposed to be at the largest and the last of all the Memorial Day parades in Little Neck, Douglaston, Queens, right before you hit the Nassau County line. I guess he couldn't find it on his GPS, or maybe he doesn't think Little Neck Douglaston is in the city of New York because he never showed up. He was a no-show. Could it be because they voted for me in the general election to be mayor? And how many folks out there, and it was a great crowd, were saying, don't blame me. I voted for Curtis Sliwa. So, hey, Eric, did you did you get lost trying to find Little Neck Douglaston? Yesterday, the largest and the last of the many Memorial Day parades in the five boroughs. Talking about this is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, heavens to Betsy me. I wonder what the hell does heaven to Betsy me? But anyway, I digress. I never had a graduation. Never, never, never. 
kicked out of high school. I never looked back by the Jesuits at Brooklyn Prep who shined their boots on my backside and kept moving on. And uh, clearly never went to college or even junior college, never had a graduation there. But boy, I was really missing out, all the haters, all those who despise and loathe America who have spoken over the years. And there was one in particular at the City University of Law School graduation last week, student Fatima Musa Muhammad, who uh, is from Queens, and uh, she earned her right to be a socialist out in Queens uh, under the tutelage of AOC All Out Crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her mini-me, Tiffany Caban, because they hate America. And boy, she earned cred with them as she was slamming in her speech before the graduating students, family, friends, faculty, maintenance people. No cops, by the way. No cops were permitted from the NYPD. She slimed America as a white supremacy, ripped the fascist NYPD and military. Here you go. Your next liar for hire who will be roaming the hallways of Alvin Bragg's courthouse in downtown Manhattan looking to free the enemies of society. I give you Fatima Musa. Muhammad. The self-serving interests of CUNY Central, an institution that continues to train and cooperate with the fascist NYPD, the military. Oh, the fascist NYPD, the military, and the NYPD, the cops were told, remove yourselves, wait outside, we don't even want to see, we don't want to be disgusted by you. And Fatima Musa Muhammad continued her diatribe. Daily, brown and black men are being murdered by the state at Rikers, and that the murder of black men like Jordan Neely by a white man on, a, on the MTA is dignified by politicians. Oh, so yeah, she watched Jordan Neely into it, murdered by that hero Marine from West, uh, West Islip. And then actually decrying the fact that black and Hispanic male criminals are housed in Rikers Island. Because, let's face it, she earned credibility with AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and her mini-me, Tiffany Caban, who are the leaders of the Socialists of America here in New York City, who really, they want all prisoners turned loose. They don't want them to do any kind of time. They want Rikers closed. And most importantly, they view the NYPD as fascists and the military as fascists. Interesting, uh, from 12 to 3 yesterday in Astoria Park, Tiffany Caban, leader of the Kabbalah Socialists, had a barbecue. Uh, I don't know, maybe uh, they had the grills out and were probably grilling American flags because they did nothing patriotic. I have members who have joined <laughs> them subversively. Nothing patriotic. Whereas at 5 o'clock, I showed up at Astoria Park, the war memorial, where a wreath has not been laid in perpetuity. And we laid a wreath in honor of those war dead, and the people were walking up and down, beautiful day, and were, like, surprised. And I had to give them the history of all the men who had served in Astoria and it sacrificed their lives. And side by side with me was Kelly Klingman. Remember Kelly Klingman, 
If you're in that district because she is running against Tiffany Caban, she bought the wreath. She placed the wreath. She was honored to have her two children observe the wreath. Uh, we have two cuts, uh, I think, of Dylan Mulvaney. Could you give me uh, the big one, the long one, not the crotch one? Because I am going to suggest to the city, uh, University of New York system, that next year as the commencement speaker, by the way, I've never been invited as a commencement speaker. I guess I'm a person of no consequence. Uh, I think she should be the commencement speaker at CCNY and actually repeat what she said a year ago. So I recently told my parents that I may be a little bit romantically interested in women. And that was a big shock for them considering the past 10 years of coming out as gay, then queer, then non-binary, then trans. And I think it was just a bit of a shock. So I tell my dad and he goes, well, I would love to see you get a woman pregnant. And I said, oh, no, 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 she would be getting me pregnant. And then he said, what, do you have a vagina now? And I said, never say never. And then I tell my mom, and she goes, I would just love to see you own property one day. And in California, that's sort of, you know, a, a parent's dream. It's not having kids or getting married. It's, it's are you able to own a house? Um, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. No, no, no. You see, they would boo her, believe it or not, because they would say, wait, we got to seize property from... The bourgeois and Dylan Mulvaney, even though you are gender correct for us, you have become the bourgeois. And they would say, off with your head. 